0: We're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. 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 About my marriage? About what you told us With the mostest? You this. Us. I was so
1: know
0: so Don't ever so bring
1: so nice around me like Let me Let tell you something, that the, the only thing. It's If I you to I would wrote it. I am not really sure what I've done to you. That's Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. It's Eddie Estrada here, and I'm so excited because my co-host with the Mo host, Armin, is back.
0: How you doing, Eddie? Atlanta.
1: I'm doing good. It's so good to talk. Guys, we I literally just spent like the last 20 minutes just catching up because, as we know, we were all staying at home. So it's like good to talk with Armin and like see what he's doing, see what I'm doing. And we've seen what the ladies in Atlanta are doing too. That's why we're on here today. So one of our Atlanta ladies was talking a lot about Los Angeles this episode of Real Housewives of Atlanta. And that was Cynthia Bailey. As you know, her man, her lover, her fiance, Mike Hill, is a Los Angeles uh, liver. He lives in the area. And we find out that her daughter, Noelle, is actually in Los Angeles too, She's auditioning, trying to get into acting. She's actually not going back to college right now. So Cynthia is the odd one out by still living in Atlanta. And she's trying to figure out, is she going to move to LA or is she going to stay at Lake Bailey?
0: This has been something that we've been tracking for a minute now. Mm -hmm. And we've had this conversation before. Would Cynthia Bailey join the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills if she moved to Los Angeles? So first of all, what do you think about that right now? Second of all, would you prefer her to stay in Atlanta as opposed to joining like let's say the BH cast? Right? Like let's say if it was just purely a matter of cast. Like let's forget her like personal liv- living situation, right? Yes. Like yes. do you, do you think that do you think Cynthia would be better on the BH cast versus the Atlanta cast or do you think she's in the right spot currently?
1: I think Cynthia's in the right spot currently. I'm going to be a hundred percent honest. I don't think Beverly Hills would be like too much. I mean, it would be a definite change for her. And I feel like it would take her a little bit of learning to really get in with those ladies, but I feel like she could do well with them. Um, I don't think she would be an odd woman out in Beverly Hills at all, but I definitely feel like she is a better fit right now in Atlanta. Cause these are her friends. Um, this is where her business is. This is like, you know, this Atlanta is her, like Cynthia Bailey is Atlanta. She's one of those original, like not original, but like, you know, one of the like mainstays, one of the head honchos, one of the, the glorious peaches of Atlanta. And we can't let her go because she fits into this castle. Well, she's not like a big driver of the drama, but she's very, she has her hands in everything. She stirs the pot for sure. And it's nice to have her kind of as a, um, almost like a Dorinda for the ladies in this group. You know what I mean? She's kind of on everyone's side. Well, not right now in New York. We're going to, because obviously Dorinda's <laughs> against Cincy, but you know what she used to be. She's like kind of that, that everyone friend in the Atlanta group.
0: If Cynthia moves to Los Angeles, do you think she'll join the cast of Beverly Hills or retire from her? I,
1: I think it would be like maybe like a year or two retirement and then she'd pop in.
0: I actually think Cynthia is a housewife who could work on any cast. You're you not- do? Yeah, I do. We know she's friends with Luann, so I think she'd yes. be a really easy fit on New York. Um, but I think just in general, like you said, she she's a pretty easygoing person. You know, like you said, she doesn't really stir up a lot of drama, but she's interesting enough to keep on a cast. Exactly. Right? And I can't find a fit that's bad for her. Whereas like Sonia Morgan or Ramona Singer to Insanely eccentric people, I think there, there are very few franchises where, where they could work.
1: Maybe OC and that's it.
0: <laughs> right, right. exactly. another cast that's that's super out there, super loud, super crazy. Um, but uh, Cynthia's the exact inverse, I think. Yeah. You could throw her in almost any cast and I that think that is true. Work.
1: she's very she's, she can mold into kind of any group that she'd be thrown into. I do agree with that. And I think it is kind of her like mild mannered like calm nature that makes her be able to kind of fit into that every group, which is kind of why she's like in the middle ground always. And like her storyline this season is, am I gonna move?
0: Right, that's that's her storyline this season. What what's <laughs> been her her most explosive storyline? I guess it's the fight with Nini. Uh, but yeah. even then, she never explodes. Like she, yeah. she she's never you know volatile. What?
1: You know what? That's a main characteristic of a Beverly Hills lady.
0: That exactly, like Beverly Hills, at least recently, right? I, I guess mm-hmm. in the post-Brandy Glanville era,
1: which we're getting back into now. I'm going to say this is the the post. This is the renaissance of the Glanville.
0: We're back in. We're back into Glanville, but in the in that period of time after Brandy left, BH was defined by its low volatility. <laughs> yeah. And passive aggression. It's a Not that Cynthia's game, but... that passive aggressive. Is she passive aggressive? Maybe she at times. She could be. Yeah. yeah. I think she would fit in with BH very well, but I think you could throw her at almost any cast. Because if, let's say, yeah. she went to Roni, I think she would be that calming contrast at points. Yes. Right? Like, I agree. It would yeah. be funny to watch Ramona play off of her, similar to what Carol Radzi- will was, when she was in the cast the first few seasons, until the crazy until season she, 10.
1: Yes, until Carol flipped, yes. A hundred percent agree with you. I was going to say, until, we have to remember, there was, there was a turn. Um, but do yeah, we
0: have I mean, any news on this, Eddie? Any updates?
1: No, there's no news, no updates. Um, I'm sure we'll probably hear some more in the reunion. Um, we know next week is the finale. We finally figured it right. out. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know when the show ends. It's going on for 57 more episodes, and it ends tomorrow. Uh, no, ends on sun. Well, I don't know. Whenever the next episode is, <laughs> whenever you guys hear are. this, um, we're all in time as a construct. Um, but um, yeah, so the reunion's coming soon. We know that they're doing a virtual reunion. I'm sure this is a question Andy's going to ask about. The real question is, do, uh, I mean, it's not a question. We know that Cynthia actually is in Los Angeles right now with Mike mm-hmm. for the quarantine. So she's going to be doing the reunion from Los Angeles.
0: And I'm sure any moving plans would be put on hold anyway.
1: I mean, right now she's moved to Los Angeles if she's, if she's quarantined here. So. Right, but
0: if they were planning on moving back to Atlanta, that's basically impossible right now.
1: Yeah, because because Eva does say it would be like, you should ask Mike to move to Atlanta when they have their little one-on-one towards the end of the episode. But yeah, it'd be put on hold, but I don't know. I feel like LA is the way for them to go. If um her daughter's already there, if Noelle's already like, cop la bug she's going for the salt and pepper documentary i think she meant biopic i don't know
0: yeah i didn't get that unless they were doing you know how some documentaries have reenactment scenes yes
1: that's what i was thinking too. maybe she's like a reenactment hey who knows um i'm sure she got the part i mean um she wouldn't have brought it up i don't think if it was like a sure thing but we'll see um but yeah so cynthia we'll see if she moves i think she's going to be an la lady and we'll see if she'll be on beverly hills um I mean, she could be the first one to make the move, make the jump. We thought it was going to be Kelly Dodd, but it might be Cynthia Bailey.
0: I want to see that happen. By the way, a housewife move from one franchise to another.
1: Yes, Um, I'm sure it's going to happen sooner rather than later. We're we're on we're on that. It's gonna it's gonna happen very quickly. I think we're on the the edge of a new era, the dawn of a new time. um, Well, you know who
0: isn't in the dawn of a new time? That's Dennis and Portia. They're still sort of in purgatory. (laughs)
1: okay this okay a lot of okay the conversation that Dennis and Portia had where Dennis is like I don't know if I want people coming to the wedding blah 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 because he's like all embarrassed about what happened with the cheating situation Well, he doesn't even
0: want to have a wedding yeah
1: bs I'm with I'm with Portia it's like you can't like take something away from me that you've already taken away from me you know what I mean she's like I've already had this taken away from me once by your actions you don't get to just call the shots and act like everything like this now too you know I get to have my moments that you stole from me i i dennis is a mess i think dennis is terrible i think portion deserves better and i hope she leaves him again yeah
0: Which the I think whole he does right well i think they're still like on and off yeah out. because oh weren't there recent rumors that he may have yeah. cheated on her but i don't know if anything came of that i don't know they may just be one of those couples that are just constantly on and off when when dennis says i don't want to pay for the plates of people at our wedding that don't really care about our marriage. That whole thing is a total excuse. Yeah. Because like Portia said, he wanted to have an extravagant gender reveal. He wanted yeah. to have an extravagant baby shower. He ha- We saw the extravagant proposal. Suddenly, he doesn't want to have an extravagant wedding because it's too expensive. Those uh-huh. events weren't expensive. Oh, no. They were expensive. I think she's right. I think... He's uh, a little bit ashamed. I think he's embarrassed. And he doesn't want to be up there being judged by people who, you know, let's be honest, would probably be privately thinking, (laughs) huh, yeah, this guy cheated on her. You know, they're going to be thinking that, right?
1: I mean, everyone's already thinking that. If they'd be stupid if they weren't, like, thinking that people were thinking that. But that's the thing. It's like, like you said, it's an excuse. I think Dennis is embarrassed. I agree with Portia. He can't pick and choose what events he wants to do or what events he wants to be public for. After he made, after he decided to be public with this woman, and then made their, you know, situation even more public with his, you know, cheating and all that. So he doesn't get to pick and choose anymore. I think Portia's smart for staying her ground. And Portia, I say, run, girl, get out. Just, just get out and leave. You're, you're fine. He's, you're better than this. I don't get, I don't get what the draw of Dennis is at all except that you have a baby together. I don't get it.
0: That's a pretty big draw.
1: Yeah, that is true. Me. I, I me, no kids, childless. I'm like, I don't understand the big draw. <laughs> babies, what? Um, no, babies are cute. <laughs> we
0: saw it in the scene with Kenya, right? Yes. When Kenya and Cynthia are, are talking about uh, Kenya's relationship with Mark, you know, Cynthia points out that Kenya would never take for would never take the abuse that she's receiving from Mark if it weren't for Brooklyn, right? Yes, and, and Kenya says that, you know, she doesn't want to be a doormat for anyone, right? Like she doesn't want to be stomped all over. But it seems like she she gives Mark a little bit more rope because they do have a baby together.
1: Yeah, and let's let's move into Kenya and Mark because I feel like this is something I really want to talk about. Like you said, there was the scene of Cynthia come up to my third floor closet. <laughs>
0: Not the Let second
1: floor. In. Not the second floor closet. The, 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 the third, third floor. The third floor closet. Um, Insane. Um, But uh, Kenny is moving Mark's stuff out of the house. She's going to ship it to him. He's not allowed back in the house. They are separated. And they begin talking. And talking about those things, like you said, where Kenya gives a little bit more leeway to Mark because they have a baby together. One of those things being that Brooklyn cannot have any contact with their grandparents. And Kenny has no contact with the grandparents as well. Mark's parents. She's never spoken to them. She does not have their contact information. Do you find this bizarre as I do?
0: Yeah. Armin? Yeah. I mean, this is
1: crazy.
0: <laughs> to not even have their contact info. I mean, let's be real, to not ever have met them. I mean, you are married to an individual. Yes. Who has, I, th- I believe he has a relationship with his parents.
1: No, he does have a relationship with his parents. That's the craziest thing.
0: And she is not allowed to speak to them, see them, have their contact info, just in case. Let's, let's pretend, okay, fine, you're not going to meet them. You're not going to speak to them. But shouldn't she at least have their contact info, like Cynthia said, just in case something happened happen to Mark? Who the hell is Kenya going to call?
1: Exactly. If, if exactly. Kenya can't
0: know her, his friends, Kenya can't know his family. Kenya, Kenya can't know his own damn parents. It, it is absurd. It's unheard of. It it almost makes you think, is he leading a double life? But obviously not because he's on TV. But it has sort of like double that doesn't life. Mean
1: anything people lead double lives on TV all the time. Do they? It's, that's yes. That's the so thing. you it's go like, on can... television
0: and be and be a pu- and you're a public person, but you ha- you're living a double life. Yes. How? I, How do you keep the, the ruse going?
1: The person who's leaving, like, having the other life is okay with it. Sometimes you're uh, cool with it. And then so you have this, like, situation. He could have, like, another woman. I mean, clearly he had this other woman on the side that was texting him that he was, like, good friends with. Remember Kenya? And then Kenya's like, you need to stop talking to this girl. And he's like, why? What's the issue with this girl? And she was, like, still sending him things like, oh, if it doesn't work out, you can still come get with me. Like, you could figure out a situation with Kenya. Mark has people on the side. This and the, I think another reason that Kenya let this happen is not just only because of Brooklyn, but I feel like she felt so abandoned in her her own life and never had that real connection with her family that she didn't feel the need to have to connect with Mark's family. She's like, this is our own situation. You know, it's me and you, and I'm okay with that. And it's, it might seem desperate, but it also might just seem like that's the only world she knows. You know what I mean? Like she didn't seem like, oh, I need to know your parents to make sure everything's all right because she didn't.
0: That's true. I'm not blaming her though. Oh I, no, not at all. I don't Let's put the onus on, on on yeah on Kenya to uh, have to forge a relationship with her husband's. parents. No,
1: I'm saying she didn't think about it twice about it. I think right because of like that situation. No, you're
0: absolutely right. I think her lived experience definitely informed the the way that she navigated through this really bizarre situation. Um, but I'm just questioning Mark here. Yeah, like well, we all are. Uh, what is he thinking? Um what 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 is the motivation? I mean, that's my big question. Like what are the motives? I don't think it's a double life thing because when you really start to think mm, about it,
1: yeah, why would he do that? Why would he keep her separated? I think Because if
0: his parents were cool with it, right? You would think they'd be cool with meeting an, another or one of his partners, right? Um because his parents at the very least would have to be cool with it in in the scenario that he has a double life, right? Yeah. They would see him on TV. And and know that oh there's yeah. there's Kenya so why couldn't Kenya get in contact with them? It doesn't maybe make sense.
1: Maybe he's embarrassed of her. I don't know. There's so many weird things. I I've, it's a very bizarre situation, and it just makes me trust Mark even less. And let me tell you, the trust that I had was zero to begin with. So this guy's in the negatives now. Like this man, I don't even know. It it's messy on all fronts. I feel terrible for Kenya because she's having to navigate this basically alone
0: um and hey, maybe he has a whole uh, dynamic with his parents that we know nothing about well clearly exactly. that's that's and true, maybe, yeah, um but you know I guess we shouldn't judge yeah. uh, but it's definitely unique I mean, I think that's fair to say
1: that's weird that's like a that's like a weird like someone that you're dating that you're you're like, oh, I don't think my parents need to meet this person. Not your wife and mother of your child.
0: Yeah, yeah, you've gone a little too uh, far down that road. Yeah, to, right. To not it's introduce like, them like, to your parents.
1: Yeah, it's like you should have brought her to like four Thanksgivings ago, not uh, two Thanksgivings from now.
0: Yeah, that doesn't really make sense. And again, I understand that some people just don't have relationships. No, with their and I understand that too. But their it, parents could, but could have been abusive, et cetera, et cetera. But this doesn't appear having, to be the case.
1: It doesn't appear to be the case. And that's what makes it weird is that it seems like he's almost hiding Kenya from his family for a particular reason that we don't know. So, I mean, hopefully, I don't think we'll see him on the reunion, but I could only pray that we get something from Mark on the reunion. Maybe we get this answered by Kenya. Um, I'm sure I'm going to be tweeting it into Andy um, when he asks for questions for the Atlanta reunion, because this is something I got to know.
0: Yeah, you should, actually.
1: I will. I will. I've decided now and today. (laughs) We've got a a question from Eddie from uh, Los Angeles, California. It's it's me, y'all. It's me. Um, okay, let's talk about the last of these ladies in the group. Well, we Eva got into a new house, but like, go Eva. Whatever. That's that's how much we're gonna touch on that. Um, but I want to talk about Candy and Todd because Candy and Todd are going through some issues right now. And it, episode ended with them at uh, counseling with Michelle, which Todd had a problem with that it, it was a guy named Michelle and not Michael. Which Todd, grow up. Um.
0: Such a strange uh, qualm to Toxic masculinity. Yeah. yeah.
1: Toxic masculinity is all I got to say. With a capital T and M. Um, but uh, basically the source of the issue is that Candy is always working. She's on her new show, The Shy. She has a role. And she was going to take the weekend off. shes uh, They don't shoot on Saturday. She had Friday off. So she was going to come Friday and Saturday back home. Spend time with her family. Get back up to Chicago on Sunday. And start, you know, working again. Uh, what ended up happening is that she got asked to do two different things, work-related, um, in Atlanta when she came back. Something with Rock Nation, like a women entertainment thing. And then I think something with like Nene or, it was Porsche's party. It was um, Porsche's March of Dimes situation that she went to the night before. So Todd was very upset and actually Candy said that she ended up in tears because he was like, clearly you do not care about your family because even when you make the time to come home with us, you're not home with us. You're off doing this, that, and there. Um, And this gets brought up in counseling again. It's like, hey, Candy, it seems like it comes your career first, your friends next, and your family last. And that's not going to work because I'm putting – Todd's like, I'm putting you first. And, you know, Ace comes to my bed at night and cries, where's mommy? I want to be with mommy. It's heartbreaking to see, and Candy acknowledges it. But I want to get your – I mean, your thoughts on it, Armin. How do you feel about the whole situation?
0: I remember when we talked about Terry Dubrow once upon a time. Yes and how Terry actually proudly prioritized work over family. He had some line when when him and Heather were on vacation where he was like, "You know, I just love to work and I'd rather work than spend time with my family." Right? It was something like that.
1: Yeah, and he said it straight out.
0: I I actually think Candy Candy would rather spend time with her family, but like she says she's struggling to find a balance. I would just hope that um Candy can find that balance and reorganize to prioritize family. Because I think when you look back on your life, this and again, it's different for everyone, right? Like Terry Dubrow, he wants to look back on his life and think about all all the surgeries that he did, right? That's him, okay? But at least for me, this is the way I think, and I believe that Candy thinks this way too. You want to be able to look back on your life, hopefully a long and happy and healthy life, and think about all of those memories that you're you're able to accrue, all of those experiences that you were able to have with your partner, with your kids, right, with your extended family, with and with your friends too, right? Uh, some random obligation, you know, work obligation, uh, some you know press event, uh, some interview, even doing something like. On a a guest appearance on The Shy or The Masked Singer, (laughs) you know, those aren't going to be the things most likely that you cherish.
1: I think I'm going to cherish The Masked Singer, right? I I mean, for you, you
0: you would cherish even just watching The Masked Singer, let alone being a star of The Masked Singer. But so that's that's basically my thought on it. And I said the same thing about Terry I said, I really hope he rethinks, you know, how he organizes his life, his mindset. Uh, the way he approaches family, because at least the way I look at things, uh, I, I would like to look back and think, yeah, I, I, I got to spend a lot of quality time with the people I love.
1: I, I agree. Um, but I, I think the thing also comes down to what Candy said as well as like she wants to be able to spend that time with her family. She wants to be able to cherish those moments. But there's more people counting on her than just her family. She has an obligation to a lot of people because she is. Not only the breadwinner for her family, there's a lot of people that rely on her as well—employees, other family, friends—and Um, and I feel like, you know, it Candy kind of said it. She's like, "Girl, you have everything. Like, you've done it all. Like, when are you gonna take the time for yourself?" And I feel like, even though Candy has done it all and she ha- she's got everything in the world and more, I feel like she feels like she can't stop because she feels like the world is riding on her shoulders. And I think Candy needs to. And maybe this quarantine is the perfect time for her to realize, you know what? World stops, time stops, and everyone and everything's gonna be okay. It's really the time that you take with your family that matters. And I'm, I mean, this could probably be the biggest blessing for her is being able to spend the time with her family right now, especially she's got that newborn at home um, and yeah, she's Ken- got A's.
0: Kenya made, the, you're right. Kenya made uh, the p- point that I'm making right now. Mm-hmm. She, she said, Why are you working so much when you have such a great family? at home it doesn't really make sense right like can you kind of said it a little bit more pointedly you know yeah. she straight up said i wish i had a todd in my exactly. life i wish mark was exactly. like todd and w- what are you doing chasing after more and more money right when when you have all the money in the world you have everything you could ever want yeah um yet yet you still seem to be you know looking for more you know, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's v- validation in 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 her work, uh, or she's looking just for for more paychecks. Um, but why are you prioritizing that when you know you 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 aren't wanting for things?
1: Exactly. You're, she has she's everything. She's lucky she needs, enough to yeah. have
0: it, all of that. So now, take advantage of of your family, which you're lucky to have such a big and beautiful family as well, right? Um, but you know, people, people have different priorities, you know, and for some people making more and more money, that is what energizes them. And maybe for Candy, you know, she can only get so much out of the home life and she needs to just, you know, chase after the next gig, chase after and and maybe uh, elevate her acting career and, um, take on more business projects. Uh, maybe that's the thing that fulfills her. You know, we can only, uh, we can't speak for her yes you know but she seems to say that family is her priority but I, th- I think todd's right that it doesn't seem to be her priority
1: it doesn't seem like it right now um but i think she'll be making some changes i think especially after this season it seems to spend more time with her family and kind of you know take that time away from work because i think that's what she really wants to do so we'll see we'll see what happens next week because that's the finale we finally figured right. it out um so <laughs> finally big, i thought last week was the finale The big mystery of the season wins the finale. Um,
0: I actually looked up Candy's net worth, by the way, Eddie. Apparently over $30 million. Really? Yep. She's doing well.
1: She's doing fine. She's doing A-OK. But yeah, they're having the baby shower next week for her new little one. Um, And it's A Star is Born is is what they were calling it. It's on a movie set. And it looks like Todd has to call security on Nini um, and Kenya. So that's something I'm excited for.
0: Now that's a finale.
1: That's a finale. <laughs> that's a finale scene. And then we've got this virtual re- reunion that's somehow happening that I'm interested to see what goes down with that. Uh, Which you've been totally
0: yeah. against for weeks.
1: I am. I'm I'm still nervous about it.
0: But I'm also curious to see if they still stick with the three-part format or because it goes virtual. Oh. Will it Decreased to two parts or even one oh, part
1: one. Oh my gosh we'll No see. <gasps> That made me really nervous That made me le- le- less excited about it again Harman. Or maybe there's oh five parts God. Maybe oh there's going to be
0: five
1: <laughs> Okay, That's, this is where I go into a deep hole Of watching uh, Long reunions now of Atlanta
0: yeah, hey, we, right. We'll yeah, always gonna... have season nine
1: That's what I'm going to say I'm going to just go watch season nine over and over and over again And not think about a possible one part reunion From Atlanta <laughs> Armin, nothing's broken me yet. No, it'll be three parts. Nothing's, it'll nothing's be three broken parts. Me I yet. promise. That broke me. All right, guys. Well, if you want to make sure you catch all of our recaps for that, the reunion that's coming, the finale that's coming, and all the shows that we're doing, make sure you are subscribed wherever you're listening, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. Follow us on social media. We're on Instagram and Twitter. Search at H O T N B R E B O D. Armin, how can people find y'all pretty face on the internet?
0: At Armin, M-A-H on Twitter.
1: And I'm at Eddie underscore Estrada on Instagram and Twitter. It's E-D-D-I-E underscore E S I'm going to spell it out just like Armin did. um, So you guys don't forget. Um, And we will see you guys next week.